Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Control Port Podcast. This is a multi-tap episode where I bring on somebody to the show to talk a bit about uh, either a particular topic or or an individual game. Uh, my guest today is uh, Pokey Puff, who runs a a YouTube channel uh, that is kind of focused around uh, game like gaming, and then also like kind of space within like uh, maybe like pastel aesthetics and things like that. Uh, thank you for coming on today, Pokey. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yes. it. You have a great podcast voice, yeah. by the way. Like, amazing. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, and just to double check, is it okay? Do you want me to call you Pokey Puffs or, oh, or Pokey, Pokey? Or yeah, that's Pokey? yeah. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Cool. Um, so yeah, today I want to just talk a little bit about um, you know what what your YouTube channel is a bit. So so I talked to you a little bit about this on the the podcast before or uh, before the podcast. Uh, but essentially, there's this kind of YouTube channel aesthetic that I would say is that is very pastel pink kind of look in terms of of not only aesthetics of of kind of uh the the equipment you use and things like that but also kind of the games you you discuss so i want to kind of know a little bit more about your channel and and also kind of the direction you come at it at with yeah so my channel i would definitely say is very cutesy focused on like cute pretty games like princess games <laughs> like pastel games animal crossing like those kinds of like very fashion forward kind of girl kind of games if that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah and like when i first started just being pokey puffs um animal crossing was like my big thing but then the updates mm -hmm. were kind of slowing down and i was like okay well let me try to branch into some other games like style savvy for the 3ds was like one of my favorite games like back in the day yeah. so i was like let me try to find games that are like that like these fashion games so i found like waku waku sweets and like selfie collection and like games mm -hmm. like that those like really like fun games that celebrate being a girl and like that's what my channel was really about like those kinds of games i do print down into like some other kinds of games as well like action games but it's those are the main games that i care about and and i'm kind of curious um one of the term that i came across like maybe two or three years ago i, I think are you familiar with tama hero she does like a, i think she's like a pokemon channel initially oh no um, i don't know but uh she she made the term like games for girls yeah, they're yeah called at times. i use that tag a lot i use that tag a lot in my channel actually <laughs> I'm curious how you feel about that because to, to me it sounds a, to, to, somewhat demeaning to some degree because it's like <laughs> oh these are games for girls but I totally understand like the why they're labeled as that because they are games that are very much focused on like a feminine aesthetic. Yeah right? I was about to say I know it can be it can sound pretty demeaning but it's definitely like focusing on like celebrating being a girl like oh, we're cute <laughs> we're fun we're like fashion we like it's just like focusing on what girls like and not just like <laughs> and sometimes i guess when people do those kinds of games sometimes they can get it kind of wrong but like i the mm -hmm. for the most part the ones that i found i felt like they were like romance fashion like you know mm -hmm. those kinds mm -hmm. of elements that like you know girls like so i i i kind of like it honestly and it's just like it's easier to recommend uh younger girls because you don't want them to get into like like super mature games you know or yeah, like yeah. have that kind of like who have that kind of i wouldn't say mature side but like kind of that childlike wonder like just games yeah. that appeal to that childlike wonder of being a girl like because it's pretty cool do you do you think uh, when, when you're like choosing what to cover on your channel and things like that um do you think that that is kind of a part of it of like making sure it's something that's more like family friendly as a whole or you know there is kind of like the otome space which definitely gets in more like the adult kind of space with like you know um 
with romance stuff like like complicated relationships and things like that and 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 stuff like that right well um, i think i've mainly i am definitely considered a family type channel because like it's funny mm-hmm. i've played with some of my puffers like in discord and their parents come over and like oh who are you playing with oh pokepops and they're like oh yeah she's great so i'm like i, I technically am a family channel in, in like a family i have that family appeal um, I uh-huh, ri- uh-huh. I rather I wanted it to stay like that because I wanted kids to be able to watch my content and be able to look up to that and you know that it's just my aesthetic like I mean e girls kind of like they vary all over the place in interests but like my interests are definitely more of the younger kind of more mm-hmm. childlike wonder side so like I-, I appreciated that as a person and like younger girls yeah, do yeah. look up to me. Like when I would cosplay at work, um, like they would come up to me like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Like and I wanted to like I wanted to stay <laughs> yeah. like family friendly so that way I could keep interacting and being that person for them. So like I guess it was an, it, it started off unintentional, but now it's intentional. <laughs> Do, so I mentioned earlier about it being like kind of like a pastel pink kind of aesthetic uh-huh. to the channel. Is that something that kind of extends out of that or is that a, an aesthetic you were into beforehand before you started like making this channel in this kind of direction? Like I had some pink things, but definitely got out of hand. Have <laughs> you seen my before, before the channel or, or after? Oh, yeah. Well, it's definitely after like when I was okay. like um, when I first started it, I was like, you know, I have like a couple of pink things. And then like I, when I was building my channel and building my room, I was like, well, that's for the channel well that's for the channel (laughs) and then i just started using it as an excuse to fuel this pink addiction (laughs) so it's definitely become it definitely was like an overtime thing but i did like pink but purple was originally my favorite color but then i started yeah except i have a purple car funnily enough um and then i started like looking at pink and i was like wow and i was and i would say pink was a way for me to express my feminine side because like i always thought Mm -hmm. like when, when a girl like pink i'm like oh my god that's so basic like blah blah, blah. but then i'm like wait i like pink yeah. i like being a girl i like girly things like there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> and like it's so weird because i see on tiktok like guys would be like oh my god you're a setup of pink you're not a real gamer i'm like what's a real gamer if you have a controller in your hand and you you yeah. game you're a gamer <laughs> that's what I, it doesn't matter what color your setup is like pink white green red blue doesn't matter it's just your setup <laughs> I have to fight with my sister sometimes because she'll be like, I'm not a real gamer. Like, her, she's calling oh, herself not a real gamer. So and I'm like, no, you are. You you play video games. Mm-hmm. What are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. Like, but, like, they, I guess at, at some point, especially, like, you know, I I, I was around there, like, the Wii 360 and PS3 era. And, like, I don't know if you mm-hmm. or, oh, remember yeah. back then. Yeah. But, like, there was kind of this casual, hardcore divide. Yes. And yeah. thankfully, a lot of that has disappeared, although yes. I think a lot of it is due to people like the people who would be considered casual kind of went to phone. Right. So that kind of like friction went mm-hmm. away. But I've always, always I've, I don't know, like, and obviously, you know, maybe I felt I, I was like, you know, a young 20 year old dude. I have no idea what's going on back <laughs> in my mind. But like, I, I feel like at least generally I always felt like, hey, if you're playing games, you're playing games. Yeah. Right. Like that that's the big I thing. Think I, Wherever you're playing them is, is fine. Exactly. So. No. And I was about to say, I think the games for girls things come from that casual versus like ex- hardcore debate. Like these games are casual games, but I know a lot of people don't consider casual games in the gaming space but they 100 percent are they're games like people yeah. enjoy them and they play them like uh, that's pretty much it like that's yeah. it <laughs> yeah 
So when when you started working on channel, I believe Animal Crossing, I said was you said was kind of the initial push of like the gaming aspect yes. of the channel, right? Because I think I think you have like some pushing stuff uh-huh. and, and like, maybe some like, some Sanrio stuff in general on like your earlier videos. Yes. <laughs> but I think in the the gaming space, you kind of started moving with Animal Crossing. Is that right? Yeah. Like when I first started back, uh, like making videos, I went to Target and they had the giant Pusheen Funko Pop, and I was just fell in love immediately because i've always loved pushing and like that was like my first mm-hmm. video like officially back and then uh animal crossing came back and i was just like this was the perfect time the pandemic hit i was like this is the perfect mm-hmm. game because i sunk like 600 hours into that game like i was yeah. in that game and that kind of just started off for me i was just like this game is a cute game lots of people are playing it right now i love talking about it like let's like let's make this a thing and then like i gave away i got to 100 subscribers and then I gave away a copy of Animal Crossing and like a hundred dollar gift card, and then it just like exploded from there. Like it was crazy. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Uh, I, I've never, well, I've, I've thought about giveaways before on my channel, and just they always seem like a nightmare to be honest. Oh, <laughs> but, no. Just like just like <laughs> organizing them and everything. <laughs> but I do hear that a lot of just like people really getting a lot of traction because of giveaways and stuff like it's, that. It's for definitely sure. a, a two way street. Uh, you do get a mm-hmm. lot, and then you just have to balance it. Like, are the people there for the giveaways? Are they there for you? Um, per- for me mm-hmm. personally, I love doing giveaways uh, because I love talking to the person. And when they get that thing in the mail, and they're like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" Like <laughs> that connection. That's what is it for me. I don't care if they never watch any of my videos ever again. Like I just want to connect with people because that's like my big thing. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. I think, uh, and, and we haven't really talked about it yeah. yet, but there's another game you played called Waku Waku. Oh, Waku um, Waku Sweets, yeah. Sweets, yes. yeah. Did you give a giveaway for that as well? Um, I did uh, give away that? that game specifically. Uh, let's see. I gave okay. away, um, oh, I gave away Story of Seasons. I did give away that game. Um, I gave away an Animal Crossing copy, and I gave away, oh, I think it was like uh, the paper, the last Paper Mario game. I gave away that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think like, um, you know, Waku Waku Sweets is maybe a bit more in line with your channel versus like, you know, typically like a Paper Mario? Like, yeah. Paper Mario definitely fits in there, but like, yeah. do you find that you get more, um, um, feedback or like maybe more response with with a game like Waku Waku Sweets versus Paper oh, Mario, 100%. or does the Mario brand kind of overtake all of that? Like people are looking at Mario. <laughs> no, well, it's funny because like whenever I do reviews on games that are like kind of outside of the the really cutesy theme, I feel like they don't do as well. Interestingly enough, because mm. like no one. Because I get lost. If I put out a Paper Mario review, I am lost in the thousands of Paper Mario reviews yeah. that exist. And like a game like Selfie Collection, no one's really look. No one, people are looking for it, but not as many people. So then that's how those reviews kind of blow up. It's just like there are yeah. people looking for it and no one else is doing it. So like, let me do it. And then it blows up because no one else is doing it. So it's like, it's like a comp, like no spatial competition. Like I create my own space. Like I think that's, yeah. that was the thing for me. Like I liked being in my own space, in my own lane, doing my own thing. Like that's always been a thing for me. <laughs> Yeah, so, so since we've mentioned it a few times now, let's actually talk a little bit about those games a, a bit, yeah. maybe in a bit more detail. Um, so so the games that we've talked about so far, Selfie Collection, Waku Waku Suites, um, things like that, mm-hmm. um, for people who might not know, they're, they're basically uh, Nintendo Switch games typically aimed at kind of younger girls um, for that. Uh, so in the case of like Selfie Collection, that has like a fashion element yes. to it, right? Yes. Um, Waku Waku Suites, I'd say probably... Um, uh, it's kind of like a cooking mama game, yeah, right? It's like, well, Waku actually, Sweets. I love Waku Waku Sweets more than Selfie Collection because it was cooking mama. It was like some dating. It was like 
you can decorate your bedroom you can have fashion like to me that game was like it for me i was just like it yeah, has yeah. everything <laughs> but the kitchen sink it had like a magical girl component because like she had her little um magical girl companion like i mean the name i thought the name of the, the companion was kind of weird but like that game literally had almost every element that i could have like thought of i just like i just thought the game was groundbreaking like even though not a lot of people like played it but i just thought it was great like i was obsessed with it <laughs> Yeah, so so when it comes to the core gameplay being like like cooking mama, do you think that is about the same I don't know if level of quality is the right word, but like same polish oh, or something yeah, like that yeah. in terms well, of cooking mama? Or is it something that it's not as good, but because it's like enhanced by these other elements outside of that, that you you're kind of drawn I'd to it. Like, it's the same sweet. level up to like Cookie Mama Cookstar, because that was their last one and like the gameplay quality on that was actually really, really good. Um, okay. So, but like up until Cookstar, which was like their breakthrough in terms of like, because I've been playing Cookie Mama games since they came out. Like that was like their mm-hmm. breakthrough. Like this is where we're really going to get serious. And then uh, it's up until that point, it was pretty much the same quality. Like which platform was Cookstar on? Actually, uh, it was on the sure. Switch too. It was on the Switch. The as Switch. Well. Okay, yeah. gotcha. All right, cool. Yeah, I've, I actually only have the original one. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't have that anymore. I gave it away to to one of my my brother in law's friend. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I did pick up the Wii one as well recently yeah. for like a dollar. Actually, the Wii so. one, uh, I felt like the the motion controls kind of weren't the best on that. Like that's true for a lot of Wii games. Yeah. I'm a big Wii fan, but I will be the first to tell you that a lot of those games do not handle it very well. See, like my my favorite Wii game of all time, my top two was Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess and um, mm-hmm. Animal Crossing: uh, Animal Parade. That was like when my Animal Parade was like hands down one of my favorite. Harvest Moon games of like all time. Oh, Harvest Moon, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Animal Parade. I, I never got to play that, uh, but but I did. Uh, I like the aesthetic of that game yes. a lot. I feel like that was the first Harvest Moon that really kind of deviated from that kind of. Um, oh yeah, it was definitely cooker, cookie cutter. Stubby, kind yeah. of. Yeah, like it, they're all, all most of their games like the exact same. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so I guess like uh, those kind of farming games. I, I I didn't really think about this beforehand, but I guess a lot of those farming games do have a lot of similar elements with like you know having the not only in a lot of them you can play as a, a male or, or mm-hmm. a female, yeah. but like. You also have kind of that the romance elements in there. Yeah, not so much fashion. Uh, at yeah, least not. Some of them do. Like I would say, like the later ones definitely focus more on costume. The latest one, especially, they had like a lot of DLC costumes, but it's not normally mm-hmm. something that they had before in the past, uh, for sure. Like they would have like mm-hmm. maybe one or two. Definitely was not the focus. But now lately, they've definitely been pushing like the costumes more. And I, I really gotcha. like uh, the Harvest Moon series and now the story of seasons. Uh, series i know that's like a whole that's a whole nother debate but like i like both yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like both um i do enjoy a good farming game i'm actually doing a review for uh Katari fables which is like a farming game and also an action game and that one is coming out soon to my channel and that one is a really good one as well and it's a really cheap game it's only like i think like 15 dollars, but it's like solid it's super solid i haven't played a solid game for that little in a really long time honestly yeah and if that video is out by the time i put this up i'll definitely link it in the uh the description yeah, definitely definitely, for you there too. definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah i'm not familiar with that one i'll have to i'll have to look at oh that actually one another afterwards. one that i did get um that is a part of that that's i'm actually working on i got from the developer uh it's called lemon cake and that one is um it, it's actually like a diner dash game but it also has a, a bedroom aesthetic that you can like upgrade and then you have your farm animals and like you can cook and it has like it's so much cool stuff in it. Like it's actually like a, that. W- I would put that in the girls games for girls category too. 
Like that's a great one. So, so when you're looking for these games that you're you're looking to play and, and buying, like what what are you typically looking for? Is it just that aesthetic that you're you're mainly starting with, or or is are you looking at the mechanics the game has and then making decisions on what to play based off that? I would justly say uh, aesthetics is one, and then like gameplay mm. is separate because like if I only focused on gameplay, I would miss out on a lot of gems. Like Calico was like the one gem that if I listened to other reviews and not played it, I would have missed out because that game is absolutely adorable. They, when they first released the game, it had bugs in it, but um, they definitely put out like a ton of patches. So they were able to pick themselves up for it. But if I just listened to their initial reviews, I would have skipped it because like it, like the, they had a lot to work on, but it was their first game. So I had no problem, like giving them a, a look their way because I loved the aesthetic and I loved the concept and I loved the developers. Like if I can connect it with the developers, like that's my thing. I will look past a good amount of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it like, so, so you mentioned that other people didn't review it uh, as well. Um, it, it, was the disconnect you think from how you pr- approach the game or was it like people approaching it from more like a m- more traditional kind of game review standpoint versus one that's focused on those kind of you know, fashion mechanics we talked about or, or, you know, aesthetic and things like that. Or... I think people were scared to give like something like this a chance. Like it, it was a magical girl cafe game. And like it for, at the time it was very like, that was a new concept, like still trying to get into those like cutesy games and be mainstream. I feel like it was mm-hmm. like definitely a hurdle they had to like jump over, but I definitely mm-hmm. thoroughly like enjoyed it. Like when I actually started getting into it. And then when I started, when I did my review, um, people would do like play with me like they play the game and like play like do playthroughs for there were a couple hours but no one like actually reviewed the game like no one actually sat down and they were like here's what I like here's what I don't like and I think people were scared because the game was so buggy like the, the game definitely when it first came out I you could pick up a cat like a big like a cat that basically looked like the size of a horse and like the head would just be stuck in one place and the body would be split <laughs> out to the side and it was just like absolutely hilarious like i was doing the review and i was crying laughing in the background because i was just like what is going on but, to some degree <laughs> i like that you know, stuff I thought, though, it was like... I thought it was hilarious i thought it was great i was like this is amazing i haven't laughed this much yeah in like years like (laughs) and i feel like people just didn't want to like embrace that and i mean a a lot of that stuff they ended up they did end up going back and fixing but i i just love the charm of these games like i know a lot of people don't really give them a chance like on the mainstream level because they're really into like the you know the call of duties the views like the things that'll get like the views like automatically right but i'm like let me look for the nuggets let me look for the the little golden nuggets of like cute games that aren't gonna get like a lot of traffic and like hopefully like you know these developers will like come through and get like get some re- recognition like that's why i started my developer mm-hmm. interview series on my channel because i love talking to developers about these small games love doing yeah, it yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a a article i read a while ago that actually uh, i think it's from 2015 or i read it recently though mm-hmm. uh that actually kind of compared um are you, are you familiar with the game princess debut i'm not what's that what's that about it's it's a nintendo ds kind of um rhythm game where you, you play as a princess and uh you essentially go around and there's like a dating mechanic or anything <gasps> like that so it kind of falls within that so um but the play style is very similar to a game called elite b agents or or Owendon for the japanese name if you're more familiar with that and so it's like yeah. this kind of touchscreen thing where you, you select little dots on the screen and kind of sl- swipe your your stylus back and forth it's a i forget if i said it's a ds game but it's a you know, style space game. This is adorable. I will definitely and, be playing this. This is great. I'm <laughs> seeing if I can find an emulator. 
<laughs> yeah, don't try to buy it. It's a very pricey game now, unfortunately. Oh, boo. Um, <laughs> it, it got like a particular. This is kind of partly like one of my like gateways into this space oh, yeah, um, sure. at, at some point. Uh, but uh, the there's a, a article I read that just kind of compared about like why Elite Beat Agents was so help well regarded versus like a game like Princess Debut, even though mechanically they're very similar mm-hmm. games. And a lot of it is just like the reviewer disconnect between like what is valued in that game yes. versus like if you have somebody who's just like I'm the I'm the guy who's reviewing Call of Duty every year come in and then try to review Princess Debut or yeah, something like that. They're not gonna take it seriously. Like <laughs> they're not gonna take it seriously, but also there's just a disconnect in terms of priorities in terms of like yeah. I, they don't understand what, what this game's trying to shoot for and what it's going for. Right. It's and, not and that's kind of let's like Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so I think there's definitely like some level of that with with some of these games where like somebody will try to play them and then they're just not primed for it. And, right. and I, you know, I'm a dude. Uh, <laughs> I've definitely when when I was first like covering these games, I I was very similar in a lot of ways. I actually liked the games a lot, but I had a really hard time like putting into words. Um, right. And like a lot of times, in the the easiest thing to do when that is like, oh ho ho, I'm a guy who likes a girl game kind of thing, right? <laughs> right. And it's like a very not valuable conversation to have. Oh well, in I general. Feel like it's valued. Uh, Let's just uh, it's just different. That type of writing about it though, oh, making yeah. fun of yourself oh, yeah. for like. <laughs> It, that is not valuable that is not. there's a whole other conversation about like the, the guy me as a guy coming onto this path of like i like these games and like not only understanding that of why i like it but also accepting that i like yes. it's a whole other it's like thing. self-deprecating uh, in a way almost <laughs> yes yes um but yeah i think i think that is a part of the, those kind of things so i was kind of curious if that was the case with calico of like um you know there's just the being a disconnect from reviewers versus people who 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 actually would appreciate that yeah i think there was thing. definitely a disconnect so. on a on a reviewer level um i think i gave that like, a game a six or a seven i can't remember but because like gameplay wise mm-hmm. there were a lot of things that needed to change so like as i don't mm-hmm. want to at the end of the day i'm i'm very honest with my audience if the gameplay itself is like not even the fact that a game that's simple versus a game that's complex and has a lot of buttons but if like the mm-hmm. buttons don't work like and if the game yeah. does, if there's screen tearing like i'm not gonna like oh yeah it's a 10 out of 10 because i love the aesthetic but i'm like i'm honest like you know there's like a level yeah, of yeah. like if i'm just giving them a pass because like you guys get a pass or is this like is there legitimate issues that need to be addressed and like yeah, that's yeah. that was my that's my thing that's my thing do you so you've covered a few of these kind of games and i think like sometimes the translations can be wonky especially in like the japanese ones oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and things like that um do, do you feel like the space uh usually kind of runs into the issue of like the, there's just not quite the polish it needs to some degree and then like so a lot of the the kind of aesthetic aspects of it are doing a lot of the heavy lifting on the back end right like i I definitely um because some of the games that i review are from one man or two man teams so they don't have Mm -hmm. the funding to like be able to polish extremely now like nowadays like i interviewed a developer uh just recently for a game called uh wonderlust that's coming out and um Mm. he's a one-man team so it's just like it's him so i'm like you know, they went to, they did their Kickstarter. It was successful, but it's just like they're those kinds of games. They need more funding. They need more people to, uh, uh, they need more help. They need more. They just need more. It's like, it's just them. So like, and I feel like for me, yeah. for my game that I'm, I'm coming out with, um, I, it's just me. I'm doing pretty much everything. My boyfriend's making the music, but it's just like, it's games like it's developing like that. Like we just don't have the, the, we don't have the triple a background. Like we don't have like a team yeah. of like 
200 people like pushing us and like having the funding and like, you know, all that. So I feel like it's just because those games are more of a risk. They're not, they don't get the funding and then they don't get the polish and then the people just don't review them well, but it's just, it's a cycle. It's like, uh, it's a loop. It's circular. Like you mentioned style savvy earlier. Do you think that is like in terms of how that game Overall, I would think I think most people think Style Savvy is like a really solid oh, yeah. game, but that's like a game with like Nintendo's backing, exactly. right, and a whole development team. Do you think it is literally just like a budget issue kind of thing yeah. versus some of these other games to some degree? One hundred percent, I think it's a budget issue because it's yeah. like we when you come up with these games, uh, they they feel like they're not going to do well unless it's like a long standing franchise like Cooking Mama. Like that would be that would be a game mm. that has like all the funding, all the backing because like they've they've been out for a long time or like or like Harvest Moon and Story seasons but you take a game like waku waku sweets and like they only made one and like they haven't made another one it's just like even though the game i don't know exactly how well the game did but it's like it's tough like that where it's just like you literally just didn't you don't have the funding uh the game doesn't do as great because it doesn't have the polish and then you know like it just you know it just kind of loops it's weird yeah yeah in terms of outside of maybe the technical aspects of of these games at times, mm-hmm. is there something that you wish these games games kind of did better in general? Like, mm. are there aspects of these games that you feel like are missing at all? Is there something that you you um, would prefer to see more of in in this kind of space of, of game? I would say voicing, voice acting. Like, if they could include mm. any kind of voice acting, I like ninety percent of these games don't. Um, sometimes the dialogue can be really awkward. Um, I remember Waku Waku Sweets, I literally put it in the in my review. I was just like, there was a line where she was just like, I think this old man like came up to her and said, I want to sit like sit on my lap or something like, oh no, she was recalling a time where she, an old man told her to sit on his lap. And I was just like, why is this in a kid's, why is this oh, in a kid's game? Like, I just don't, yeah. like, I just don't understand. <laughs> so like having someone look over the dialogue a little bit more, uh, voicing, uh, voice acting and I mean it really just depends on the game but like those are usually the two things like those like mm-hmm. I know for this kind of uh, genre I'm not looking for like you know like button mashing scenes or like anything like that like I'm not looking <laughs> for like something super intense but like good dialogue um, good outfit choices especially for games that have a, a fashion element um, my mm-hmm. thing specifically for, for Walkie Walkie Suites was the outfits were so expensive like it took forever to be able to get enough money to be able to buy them. So I like, I just didn't care about them as much. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So making the rewards more obtainable, uh, the same thing for pretty princess palace, like those rewards costed so much. I was just sitting there. Like, even if I grind out this horseback riding mini game for like three hours, I'm not going to have the coins to buy this couch that I want. And I'm just <laughs> it looks like, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I would and say, pretty, yeah. pretty princess palace is like uh, correct me if i'm wrong it's like a mario party kind of game yeah, in some it, ways it's like or, a mario party but also you have your palace that you are unlocking the rooms and you're decorating mm-hmm. them it's actually a fabulous game it's fabulous i would say it's probably my, my favorite game that's come out in this space in a really long time it's really nice yeah, yeah. um yeah does it have like board game elements too? It's just straight mini games. Like you have like your stable in the corner and you go up to the stable and you do like your horseback riding and then they have the little archery place and you go up to and do archery. So it's not like a, it's not a board game per se. You're just literally in a town. You have your palace. You have your, you have your mini game places and then you have the residence and that's yeah. pretty much it. To get a bit more detail about 
fashion and specific in these kind of games. So so usually when you, or at least from, from my experience with these kind of games, uh, if you look at games like Love Nikki's probably the most popular oh, one. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but, but what you have usually is like some kind of um, rating system yes. associated with clothes. So it's like, hey, we need you to wear... Put together this outfit. This thingy or whatever. Yeah, right. Like some kind of a- aesthetic and then you kind of put the clothes together and then at the end they're like, here's your score basically. Um, and then how that affects the game from there kind of varies depending on the game. Um, I think in the case of the ones we've talked about so far, like um, uh, the, the one we, we briefly mentioned, but maybe to go into a ton of detail into was selfie collection. Um, I think that's kind of like a uh, that is solely focused on dress up, right? Like that is that is its core mechanic. Mm-hmm. I love I love selfie collection because um, that was the most like uh, style savvy. I think that game really captured what I liked about fashion games because um, you had the eyes, you had the hair, you had the outfits, mm-hmm. you had the accessories. You had like it wasn't there was no like 3D or moving element to it, but it was it was satisfying. Like you have the different stores that you could go to and you could unlock more stores. And like it was just such a good uh, fashion game because it had so many different aesthetics and you had your clients that you could dress. And like it just really honed in like the fashion element that I love so much about these kinds of games. Like it, there were the options were just endless. I loved it. I loved it. It was really good. And that has like a story progression to it, yes. right? Like I, I don't think it's just like individual events. I think there's like an actual plot that you go through with it. The story I thought was actually hilarious. Um, you're, you're trying to be the best like sewing person or the best like fashion designer in the land, almost like Pokemon. <laughs> and, yeah. like, you have to like please the queen and king. And it was cute. I just, I felt like it just didn't really make any sense. And it was just like, you're, you're trying to like fight that. Well, not fight, but you're trying to beat the other uh, fashion people, but you didn't really see them that often. It, it, it's just, <laughs> the story was a little confusing, but um, I I just liked the gameplay of it. I wouldn't, I didn't necessarily knock it for the story because it just the story was a little weird. But yeah, it was a, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I- I think making fashion as like uh, as the core element like does kind of limit what you can do story wise yeah, at times. Yeah, so I think sure. they try to get more creative yeah. from times where like, no, fashion is life or death in this video exactly. game or something. Fashion yeah. is age and that is all. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. that's a bit intense, but all right. <laughs> I would say probably most games, though, do take more of a, um, I guess you would say like kind of uh, idle kind of yeah. uh, approach to it. Yeah. Like, like on the track to become some kind of idol thing or something right. you know, like or, or figure skater or something like that. I think like so. my favorite story was style savvy because it was just about a girl who moved to a city and she just wanted to do fashion. Like it's almost like Emily yeah. in Paris, like that Netflix show that came out. It was like uh mm-hmm. or oh gosh, I can't remember the older movie, but it was just like just girl out there just trying to do her thing. And I felt like that was just it was most natural. Like everything else. Yeah. It's like I feel like fashion, even though it can be extreme and wonderful and all over the place, like to have a story that's like weird and kind of quirky and crazy, I feel like that kind of detracts from like the point of it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's yeah. just that's just me personally. <laughs> well, one thing that I do like about style savvy, and, and maybe maybe you feel the same, mm-hmm. is um, I do feel like sometimes with these these games that have like a rating system that that is. That is definitely a part of the game, but it doesn't feel like it's a it's a mechanic that feels like it can carry a game at times for right, me. Right, right. Um, where it's like, I do like doing this, mm-hmm. but I do want more than this. Yes, yeah. how I feel about it. Exactly. And that's kind of what I like about style savvy is that it's not so much, well, fashion is a part of it mm-hmm. and wearing different things, yeah. but but it's running a business. Right. It's like that entrepreneurial style part of it that I really enjoyed. Yeah. It was the most real 
it was just real. It was just straight up like, I'm a girl trying to make it in this town. Here's my fashion. Mm -hmm. I'm cute. These are my clients. They like me. And that's, that's just kind of it. There was no like, there's not a lot going on. And I yeah. feel like that's that to me is like the best kind of fashion, the straight up fashion game. Because like it almost yeah. reminds me of like the Mary Kate and Ashley, like super old school, or like the Bratz games. Like I love yeah, the, yeah. the Bratz games. Like, oh my god, it was just girls hanging out, going to the mall, having fashion. Like it was just it was just real. Like and when I think of girls for games, I think of like the Mary Kate and Ashley and like the Bratz, mm-hmm. like those kinds of old school games. Like those games like really captured like what it meant to be like a girl just just doing our thing just hanging out just chilling <laughs> i'm curious would so like my immediate reaction to those kind of things would be those are licensed games yeah. so i'm like okay these i'm probably not gonna ever touch these kind yeah. of things um that doesn't mean i won't yeah i i, I am somebody who will buy pretty much anything at this point and be like yes i don't know i don't care what it's related exactly. to i've never watched the anime but i'm playing this anime exactly. game now um like like I've, i haven't really had those games on my radar um do they um do you do you still think they hold up i guess would be my my question in some degree or do you think it is something that is like because there wasn't anything else kind of like it at the time that somebody was like like nintendo was making games for right um right. that it was kind of like this is good enough for what i'm trying to look for kind of thing i think um the only way they don't still hold up is in terms of graphics graphically okay. these games look like an absolute nightmare <laughs> Yeah. Like and Ashley, I think I saw someone like streaming it on Twitch, and I was like, "You can't even see what's going on." Like the, the blocking <laughs> elements of this is just absolutely horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> and I just look at them and I'm like, "But I would still want to try at least, especially for the Bratz games. Like those games are pretty decent. They're not the best, but uh-huh. they're decent. So I could still I could get away with those." Um, okay. and like, and, and it really depends on like the person's like computer. Cause like a lot of people run emulators for them and stream them because like, this is a category of games that we actually like. Um, and yeah, like, yeah. it's just, it's just like the lag is pretty bad. Like gameplay wise, yeah. they're not the best. What platforms are they on? And I think the Bratz games were on GameCube and, um, the, Game- Mar- okay. the Mary Kate Ashley games were on the, the original PlayStation and like the PlayStation okay. one. So like, they were not the best you know they're not they're not the most intensive kinds of games but i just really felt like the the vibe of them like i i feel like i could plug in a channel i would plug in my uh, video of me playing a brad's game in my channel and people would watch it because like that's really captures the aesthetic you know mm-hmm. yeah I, I never thought about it. i will definitely follow up on that and look into those games a bit more yeah. i i i feel i feel bad now because i feel like i've always kind of just written them off just because they're li- licensed more than anything <laughs> no I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I, I'm definitely somebody who likes to try to give as many games a shot as possible, but sometimes, you know, you don't like. I didn't even think about the fact that those games I was not thinking about, right? So. Oh, yeah. No, I should make a video about that. Just like old school, cute games, like girl games that we should, like, people should look into because, like, there are so, I have so many recommendations. Like, I have tons. Tons. For sure, yeah, I definitely would would be interested in that. <laughs> um, I I I am a big GameCube fan as well. I'm not as big of a GameCube fan as I used to be. Yeah. I was big into the GameCube when it came out, really, and then uh, I fell in love with the Wii afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like I still like the GameCube a lot, but I just kind of shoved it to the side. <laughs> Honestly, it was my favorite. It was my favorite console for like the longest. Like I loved yeah. Nintendo sixty four, but GameCube was in my heart for years and then like the switch mm-hmm. came out and i was just like because i like the wii i don't get me wrong i like the wii uh it was just very gimmicky and there weren't a lot of games that i really vibed with uh, it was mainly just me playing bowling with my brother like just yeah, for hours yeah. and we would get mad at each other 
I totally understand. Like, like I, I'm somebody who is very much like, hey, I very much like this game. Also, it's a nightmare in some ways, like because it's very poorly built. But yes, oh my, me with Mario Party games, honestly. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. WarioWare. That's the one. Okay, I will say that is the one game that technically does not fit my aesthetic very much. But I love WarioWare. Like those games are so fun to me. They're just so random, so silly. But they, I really throw down in those games. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the Wii is like um there's a couple games on there that you probably would like but they the, the uh, I feel like those kind of games for girls things on Wii just kind of generally stuck to Japan for the most yeah, part for so sure. like they didn't end up coming out for sure um I recently played through Happy Collection I love Happy Collection oh that's cute what's um, that it's it is it is a uh a dancing game so it is very much in the style of Just Dance oh, which I'll cool. say I've never had a lot of luck with dancing games on the Wii in terms of like tracking like inputs and that's right. like oh, a yeah. source of frustration okay. with those. <laughs> People upload perfected songs on YouTube, so I believe it can be done, and I think I'm just missing some kind of, like, aspect of the motion, but something's something's not connecting with me there but it's a it's a game where it's like an idle game oh, so you're cute. like going in and, 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 and uh going to these stage performances. Yeah. yeah and then you can dress up with different outfits and so each stage performance will ask you for different types of outfits so and so you have to like put on outfits and and it varies similar to um th- this is kind of this genre i call fashion yeah. ga- or fashion rhythm yes. games um which are basically games that have rhythm elements with fashion kind of tacked yes. onto it yes um, i love those so like love and berry mm-hmm. ikatsu are the big ones that i'm, I'm aware of prepara love and berry is an old one that's like 2005 or something okay. like that i love these yeah. because like when i when i get into making games i'm like these are the kinds of games i would want to make love and yeah 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 love and berry is like uh, i mean i wish i was a bigger love and berry fan i i haven't touched them they're arcade games so they're really hard to get Aww. into and they, and they require physical cards for you to, uh, to use okay but but yeah uh, happy dance collection kind of falls within that space of just like you dress up a character you like half your score is your outfit the other half is your performance kind of thing so this i do like so that cute oh my <laughs> gosh dude you're getting you're oh my you're li- you're making my life right now like you have no <laughs> idea you're making my life right now <laughs> definitely check it out it's japan only so you do have to you know either emulate it or, or do region you know free mod on your, your wii let's try but. to like emulate it oh my god i don't even know where my wii is right now like <sighs> thankfully hacking a wii is super easy if you ever get into it but um but yeah one thing i did want to actually ask you about before we went on our tirade about all these other things (laughs) that i asked you about brats games um with fashion games with those that kind of rating element um so one thing i found and and i will say i'm not somebody who knows fashion i am despite me loving these games Mm -hmm. i'm just like i wear polos and khakis that (laughs) that is my life yes um so one element i've kind of found i don't know if frustrating is the right word but Mm -hmm. but i have a hard time understanding where the problem is is like when i play a game like style savvy sometimes i'll put an outfit together and it doesn't seem like the best outfit Mm -hmm. but that is the outfit that gives me the highest ranking in that game Oh yeah. So it's like this looks to me in my eyes. Mm -hmm. This looks ugly. Right. But I'm kind of curious as somebody who probably has a better understanding of fashion, uh, with with kind of the you know the aesthetic of your channel and everything. Yeah. Um, do these games feel like they are rewarding you for doing the best job with the dress up elements, or does it feel like you're trying to meet some invisible checklist that the game? So I feel like uh, depending on the game, uh, style savvy was very straightforward. They were like, these are the points we're looking for. As long as you hit those, that's it. Like you, you get a good score. Uh, Style savvy. I feel like had an invisible 
rating system going on. Like I, I, I don't remember the rating screen exactly, but I feel like yeah. it was definitely, there were some points that I feel like if I could have hit this differently, then maybe it would have worked, I guess. But like, sometimes it didn't feel like it adding up. Like sometimes I thought I put together a great outfit and I got like, like two points. And I'm like, wait, what, what's yeah, the disconnect? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I feel like, when the, the better the fashion game is up forward about like upfront about their rating system, the better it was for me. But also mm-hmm. it's kind of realistic because fashion is like up to the interpretation. It's just completely yeah. up to the person. So it's, it's nice. It kind of is nice that it is almost up to the interpretation instead of like, just like, okay, well if I put on a shirt and I put on some pants and I put on some socks and I put on some shoes and I put on a necklace, I'm going to get a hundred. Like, like I yeah. like how it, it, it kind of pushed that envelope a little bit, but also it wasn't like too crazy with it. I'm like, if I put together, like, I don't know if I put a, a skirt that was like cow print and then I put on like a bur- like a Burberry top, I'm going to, I'm mm-hmm. not going to get a hundred percent. Cause that looks like crap, but it's just, it gave yeah. you a little bit of leeway. If that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If I, and t- sometimes I'd make in style savvy, be like, I'm going to put the most expensive things on this outfit exactly. So they gave me all the money, <laughs> but man, this is a nightmare, but I'm hitting all those check boxes. So whatever. <laughs> and I feel like, yeah, style savvy definitely did that a lot. I was just reaching for like the yeah. expensive top and I'm like, cool. All right. That boosted me like 60 points. Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is there any game that you think, um, does that particularly well uh in terms of that rating system um, um i feel like selfie collection was honestly the most straightforward uh i played love <laughs> nikki but i don't remember enough about it to be able to make like a, same, an informed same. comment yeah. because like for me i just felt like it was too cash grabby like it was just very like app store yeah. kind of level of uh just I, I just can't. I literally just can't. There's some games. That's the nice thing about playing these on Switch mm-hmm. is that you are typically expected to purchase up front. And yes. then generally from there, that's, that is not always true. Yeah. Some games are like Android ports mm-hmm. and then they come with all their yeah. nightmare gotcha elements, yes. even if they aren't asking for money. The in- I think you may have mentioned this for selfie collection. The in-game currency yes. is ridiculous. Oh, it's so bad. So, but it's like, it's, yeah. it's, sometimes I just wish they could just like not take that element out, but like put it in there a little bit nicer. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. honestly, I keep going back to style savvy because it was honestly my favorite, like fashion game period. Like the, the, the stretches of it were not that like bad. Like there it wasn't really that horrible. Um, to the point of where I could get all the, I could, I could beat a quest and then get all most of the outfits that I wanted that I was looking at. And then I could come back and beat another quest and get like a lot more selfie collection. I felt like it was like, I don't know, like 10,000 for like a pair of eyes. And I'm like, yo, bro, like I'm never going to get there. (laughs) I'm never going to get there. Oh my God. (laughs) So in terms of, um, you know, we talked a little bit about your, your interests in, in kind of those previous games and and in terms of brats and things like that. Mm -hmm. Are there any um, games that you kind of passed up over time that you feel like you, you really like to go back and revisit um, or potentially check out in the future any DS games or anything like uh, that? Oh, DS games. Um, oh my gosh. There were, um, honestly, I would love to go back and revisit some of the cooking mama games because like they were mm-hmm. like some really good, like the ones that were only in Japan. I saw, they had some really great elements where they did include the fashion or included like, just like some kind mm-hmm. of cupcakey kind of like princessy type elements. Like, and honestly the games that you were recommending to me, I'm definitely going to go back and look at because like I, I'd never mm-hmm. seen them, but they're, those were the kinds of games that I'm like, truly interested in those princessy like over the board <laughs> kinds of games like i just love that that's like my aesthetic like if i could just be a princess like all day and eat cupcakes and stuff that would be me but like the ones you recommended were great did you end up uh, trying out the imagine games at all in that space at all no or? no I don't know those. no okay yeah those are those are like those ubisoft games and i think 
I don't want to say too much, but I think generally people think they're bad. Oh, um, so, <laughs> I mean, I I don't want I don't want to say whether they're good or not because I've never played them myself. I'm like um, though some of the games in there are literally like um, oh, those kind of, like like oh, like a game like yeah yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. I definitely skip those. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I now one thing I will say <laughs> if you if if you're not aware, some of the games in that collection are games like Waku Waku. Um, uh, I keep blanking on the second half of the name for some reason. Waku Waku Sweets. Mm-hmm. They are those kind of Japanese games that they just bought essentially oh, okay. and brought over. Right. Okay. Some case some cases they reworked all the graphics so they don't they're not as bad. Like yeah. look great. Well like- you know, they look they were like, let's make this not anime and make it like, you know, whatever this other aesthetic is. And I'm personally more of like the more anime cute aesthetic on, on that kind of side. Yeah. Versus like a Western one. Um, so some of those games I'd say don't really hold up in terms of visuals personally, right. but, um, but some of them, they did keep them like imagine figure skater, imagine ballerina dancer. I did see those. Um, yes. Those like looked that. cool. Yeah. Like it's funny cause there, there is a, uh, a switch game company that is coming out with switch games that are like those kinds of games that I, and there was a fashion <laughs> design one and I looked at it and I feel like the fashion itself was not. It was very uh, cookie cutter fashion. Yeah. Like, it was just like you have your houndstooth print and then you have your plaid and then like you have like the the one other print and that, that was just kind of it. And then you have like plain. It looked more like The Sims to me. Like that's, yeah, there we go. That would be a wonderful equivalent. It looked like The Sims. And Sims isn't necessarily fashion. There are clothes, but there's not really yeah. fashion. So like I feel like like it's it was weird like because it was a fashion game, but it was definitely like lower tier level so like it's just i like selfie collection and like games like that because it's more like it like it's more just i don't know it's more like broad like more like whimsical fashion like because i feel like fashion to me is just more like most of the time it's more whimsical but again it is it is very uh up to the person's interpretation but i just feel like when it comes to like like some fashion games i feel like they do the bare minimum like the super bare minimum that's where yeah. I draw the line. <laughs> well, I think that's actually uh, actually a really great point to stop on, I think, yeah. in, in terms of the podcast itself, unless you have anything else you want to add oh, no. about this kind of style of game. I love this space. I don't spend enough time with it, unfortunately. Right. Uh, as I mentioned on previous uh, before the podcast, mm-hmm. like uh, people who listen to my podcast know I am a nightmare person who I'm constantly being dragged off to 30 billion different interests all the time <laughs> in terms of video same, games same. Um, at least i do all video games yes. that is that is my one thing but like yeah. i am like <laughs> we'll play literally anything and be like no no you need to play whatever random game i'm playing right now well, you don't need to play <laughs> no, you need to you know about to it know you don't about have it. to play that's it. me like i um, have my cutesy games on my channel but like i play anything like i play metal gear like that's my one of my favorite franchises of all time yeah. like life is strange that one that one i'm debating bringing onto my channel anyway be just because i'm so passionate about the, the life is strange series <laughs> the stories are incredible <laughs> they're not exactly cutesy but they're they're just so interesting and they do have really good female leads which is another very important thing for me like for games so i will like sometimes i'll negate the cutesy just for the female strong leads i love those so like yeah it's definitely a, i try to do a balance try not to go too yeah. left i'm not trying to put like doom on my channel or anything like that yeah. <laughs> it's like you completely left <laughs> 
I do think, uh, and maybe this is not the best term for it, but something I, I call, I guess, internally to some degree, like documents on my my like my folders <laughs> are like, sometimes I make a video that I call like for the public good kind of yeah. thing, where it's yeah. like, I know this is not going to get any views yep. whatsoever, Done that. or my channel is not going to care, mm -hmm. but I'm going to do it. Yes. Um, and, and I feel like when you, when you start bringing in things like, hey, I want to focus on games that have really strong, good, you know, female leads and highlight those, I think that kind of falls in that space to some degree oh so yeah for sure I, I definitely am appreciative of, of people who go out of their way to um to highlight things that they're they're passionate about especially when it's you know definitely counter to what their their channel's about i think the difference is you know obviously you know reading that make sure make sure it's like adjacent to what your channel's yeah, interests are I was just saying, try so, not to go too far off because i yeah. feel like the one game uh that i would say was not exactly um completely my aesthetic was spirit fair um, I loved mm -hmm. that game because uh, the characters were beautiful. The gameplay was incredible. Um, it was just basically about this girl going on like a, a spiritual journey to release these spirits back to their resting place. And I just felt like yeah. and it had a strong female lead. And I just felt like it was just so interesting and it was just so pretty. And it wasn't a cutesy element at all. Like I would say she, it was more like Studio Ghibli. In a way, definitely very studio. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I was just like, I just have to talk about this game. And like people like <laughs> were on my channel like, wow, I never I would have never considered this game. But I'm so happy you said something about it because it's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, there's a couple times where I'll just go out of my way to talk about something like I'm really like, OK, I got to talk about this. <laughs> I <have> to talk <laughs> about this. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming today, Pokey. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. A quick little intermission here. It's been a little bit since we recorded this podcast, so I went ahead and reached out to Pokey to have her uh, go ahead and update her her plugs to be a little more accurate to what's currently going on on her channel. So here you go. Hey guys, it's your girl Princess Pokey here. Thank you so much to One Controller Port for having me on this podcast. I'm going through a little bit of a channel update. I will be doing the same cute games for girls and also Animal Crossing as well, but I'm also developing my own visual novel called Tales of Isla, which will be a romance visual novel that I'll be launching a Kickstarter with very soon. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's kind of a look back on my channel throughout the years and just where I've been and where I'm going. And I really enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoy it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for, for giving a rundown of everything there. Um, as you guys know, my channel is kind of all over the place, but I do have uh, a few videos that kind of fall within this space. As I mentioned earlier, the Happy Dance Collection, I have like a, a casual review up, so not, nothing super edited, but me just talking about that game and, and my playthrough of it and, and really enjoying it. So it's like a Just Dance style game with fashion elements. Um, and then kind of also within that space too, um, I, I did a more scripted review a while back ago on a game called The Tokadol, which is a Japanese arcade game with fashion cards and has like RPG elements where you basically wear clothes for different powers and skills. Uh, so I'll go ahead and link that that video as well in the in the, the show notes and, and wherever, you know, and then also at the end of the YouTube, you know, there'll be the little little tabs or whatever they have, the little windows uh, that you can select there. Um, so again, thank you so much again, uh, Pokepup for coming. And I hope everybody here uh, who's listening has a great week. Bye. Thanks guys. Thanks, bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>